Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That feeling when someone knocks on your front door and you're stuck on the potty. <laughs> you said potty. Just getting over Black Friday and Cyber Monday PTSD just in time for Christmas. That is the season. Well, I love the pitter-patter of squirrel feet on my roof. My dog does not. Is it possible to achieve astral projection from obsessively sniffing coffee beans? I don't know, maybe. Have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants more than anything for you to do just that. We want to put a smile on your face, a spring in your step. We just want so badly. I mean, we're desperate for you to have <laughs> such a good day. We are. We're just like begging you. We're Please. suffering. Please <laughs> have Don't one. make us suffer anymore. Heather, I'm Sarah. You're Heather. We do this every week. Sometimes I'm Sarah and sometimes you're Heather. It just it's depends. true. People get us mixed up all the time. We've talked about this in the past, but we're both here to talk about the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment and kind of all across the board. Subject matter that spans from what, Sarah? Internet memes to breaking news no not really we don't talk about breaking news um stuff that really just affects us personally not really breaking news but definitely news Adulting. that affects our lives and we think probably affect others some life hacks oh yeah stuff that we learn hacks. along the way the good the bad the ugly <laughs> and uh yeah if you're new to the show heather and i have somewhat similar voices <laughs> but we think for the most part you will be able to tell the difference between us because mine is a little sultry yes heather's i don't mean to be it just is and i don't smoke <laughs> me two packs a day so <laughs> yeah just very much more of like that joan crawford lindsay lohan kind of uh, miley cyrus too she's got a very <laughs> deep voice she does yeah she does i actually really like the deep voice not that i yeah, think that anybody should be smoking in order to get a deeper voice because it ends up sort of biting you in the ass later in life. But it but, does. Uh, there, there, there. Scarlett Johansson, another one yeah. where I'm like, I love that deep voice oh. of yours. Yeah, she has a great it's voice. Very velvety. Very velvety. Very sexy. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so, uh, Heather, I don't know how your week was, but mine was okay. Mine was okay. I continued to 
have a little bit of a shoulder injury. It gets better all the time. You seem chipper, more chipper than usual. I've become one with my uh, bottle of Advil. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a, um, I got a really cool uh, holiday present. It's called Bean Box. It's you already like got a, a holiday present? I did from a coworker of mine. And he sends just nice things to people every year. Like nothing fancy, but yeah. it's called Bean Box. It's like a... It, well, it's a coffee subscription service, but oh, this cool. particular thing was like a cool, like, um, almost like an advent calendar where I opened it and I was like, yay, cool. There's like a bunch of different kinds of coffee, basically like one pot each, but there are like eight of them. Oh, how fun. And then a bunch of chocolates that are like fun, weird chocolate. Like you'd, there's you'd one that's like, coffee that's like mint quinoa dark chocolate. Yummy. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to pair them. I mean, I'm so not even a chocolate person these days, but... They're so kind of wacky that I'm like, oh, this will be fun, you know, just so like a little bit. Yeah. With your coffee in the morning, I had my first, I had my first pot because yeah, each one is, it's already pre-ground, right? So you kind of want to get through it quick, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that the coffee is, it's not going to get any fresher. And uh, I picked the one that was like, I don't know what the hints were. It was like cherry, vanilla, something, you know, I was like, that sounds good. And it was really good. So if anyone's looking for a fun uh, and easy to order package for somebody who's like a coffee person, that would be a great place to I actually go. love this because I do have somebody. Oh my gosh, this is perfect. And they have lots of different kinds of gift boxes. You don't even have to do chocolate and where you can like pick the blends that you want. But yeah, it, it was um, much appreciated. And I was like, this is so fun because I got up this morning and I was sort of I don't know, moving slowly and my shoulder hurt and it's cold. And then I was like, new coffee. I think that's (laughs) really great. You know, it's funny. I feel like a lot of these kind of companies are going to be popping up, you know, because of of being isolated and just kind of having like a fun thing to do at home. Yeah. But speaking of coffee, uh, I've been... Yeah, I I, I know what that feels like. I was just kind of did a straw poll with some of my friends on how they feel now that they're in their 40s waking up like, do you feel ready to seize <laughs> like, the day? Are you more with tired a, than with usual? a crippling sense of dread? Yes, the crippling sense of dread. And that's like a kind of a 40-something, I think. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, for me, it's like I know I need to drink two cups of water in the morning, but I don't want to. The first, I want well, all I want. I don't want to brush my teeth. I, don't want, I just want to get coffee. And so mm-hmm. what I've been trying to do, because I can only drink so much coffee, um, I, I open up my grinder and I just sniff the beans a lot and it really makes me happy and I just I'll, I'll go by the kitchen I just like I just gotta smell the coffee mm-hmm. it's gotta smell it. and it gives I'm me a little pick me up yeah there there are certain coffee things that and we've talked about this before I mean I am a not even an everyday coffee person because I want to prove to myself that I'm not an addict mm-hmm. um, but I the mornings with coffee are always better especially on the weekend on the weekend I'm like I got nowhere to be, or at least nowhere to be quite as quickly as I might on a Monday or Wednesday or whatever. And I love the smell. I love drinking hot things. I like mm. tea. Mm-hmm. And tea is great throughout the day. But in the morning, I love my coffee. I oh just, I love everything ever. about it. And, you know, I, I had gotten, this wasn't for Christmas or holidays last year, but a friend of mine at some point like gave me a, a bag of um, chocolate-covered coffee beans. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're like a dessert, but like a pick-me-up. And I, I, I didn't want. I didn't have the heart to tell her like I'm never gonna eat these mm-hmm. because it's like I don't want like a 
piece of candy during the day that's going to give me a caffeine jolt. I'm so Because I've either you. already had my coffee or I didn't. I love chocolate covered espresso beans, but I have the same problem with them. It's like too much caffeine, extra caffeine. Right. And you're not going to be like, oh, let me pop a couple beans in the morning, <laughs> you know, because it's like desserty. I'd rather have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's. There's it's an it's a strange form treat. factor, yeah, that I, I'm like, this is so nice. Thank you. I don't know when I'll ever eat any of these, but they're still sitting on my counter. It's funny that it, we're talking about coffee. I just received a shipment, a highly anticipated shipment of Sight Glass Coffee. Owl's Howl is the name. Oh, Owl's Howl is very oh, good. I love it. And I love that the beans are kind of, because the last beans I had were Pete's, because that's just what I got up here. And they're very oily. Uh, mm. Very shiny beans, but Owl's Howl, and I don't know if all Cyclops beans are like this, but they're really matte. They're like dry, and I really prefer that. Owl's Howl is wonderful. one of Cyclops' best blends. If anyone's like, what's that? It's a uh, it's a coffee chain that started in San Francisco. There's one in LA now. I believe there's one it's in New York. It's kind of boutique though. It's very, very good coffee. Very it's, good. You know, it's fancy coffee, and I used to live near their flagship store, uh, in South of Market neighborhood in San Francisco. At, at, at one point, that was the only one that there was. And it's kind of a gritty neighborhood, but it's mm -hmm. a beautiful store. Oh, the store you know, is beautiful. Big cafe. They do a lot too. of roasting on site. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people like hang out there and work all day. It and smells so good in there. <laughs> sort of limited food. Yeah. And just, I mean, I was there every morning, like to the point where. I stopped using my own coffee maker because I'm like, I just want to go to Cyclops. I would like, too if there was one was down so the street. Fun. Yeah. And honestly, I, sometimes I think about when I go to San Francisco for a trip, I'm like, the first thing I think about is I'm going to Cyclops. I can't wait. Totally. <laughs> There's a new Cyclops that's, well, it's not new anymore, but it was new a couple of years ago, but right around the corner from where a couple of my good friends live mm -hmm. in like the Haight-Ashbury district. And when I, the first time I visited them, I think I spent the night at their house because I was living in LA, but working in San Francisco and stayed with them for the night. And I'm like, oh my God, Cyclops, like right around the corner from you. Like, so are you dying? And they're like, oh yeah, we never go. It was good. And I'm like, oh my God, get away from me. <laughs> you don't touch me. <laughs> you heathens. I'm going to have, you know, two ginger scones because the scones are also Oh really God, good. they're so good. Oh they're my so God. They're so good. Uh, but enough about coffee. Yeah. Heather, I had a fun week this week. And uh, yeah, just, you know, shoulder uh, injuries aside. So yesterday I'm hanging. It's, it's in the afternoon mm -hmm. and I've sort of done my kind of live show work for the day. But I'm still, you know, puttering around on my computer. And I look outside because I where my house is, I can see down the driveway and we have a gate at the bottom of the driveway it's on an incline so it's like if someone were to be parked outside of the gate they're nowhere really near the house but i have a direct view of them and that would be weird right because mm -hmm. that's the only way in and out for me and i see a truck parked out there and i'm kind of like hmm that's weird um and <laughs> i spend enough time on the next door community of Forestville, which is my community, where it's like, you know, everyone's always complaining, like, so, you know, there was a suspicious person looking through my mail the other day, or, you know, I had it like my propane tank stolen. It's just, you know, it's country stuff. And so I see a truck out there and I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Cause I can tell that they're not trying to like open the gate code, mm -hmm. they're just sitting there. So, you know, of course, I, you know, I always take Otis with me because I'm like, I don't know what this is. You know, it was, it was in the light of day. It wasn't like dark or anything where I would have been maybe a little bit more kind of weirded out. Mm -hmm. So I go down there 
and it's this guy in a truck and I, you know, I'm on the other side of the gate, right? Cause the gate isn't opening and I go, uh, can I help you? And he goes, hi, I'm the arborist. And I'm like, the arbor, the arborist. <laughs> I mean, I know what an arborist is, but I'm like, I didn't call you like what? And then another guy kind of walks around the corner and he's actually the person who manages our landscaping a couple times a month. Mm -hmm. And I know him and he was like, Oh, Hey Sarah. Yeah. We like, he got here before me. He didn't know the gate code. Is it okay if we like, just like park outside the gate, we don't even need to drive up. And I'm like, I guess I don't need to leave with my car anytime soon, but like, what are y'all doing here? Like you're supposed to come every other Friday. Are you arboring? What, what, what is happening? Well, so apparently there was some, there was, there was a little bit of miscoms um, mm -hmm. because my landlord, um, there are a couple of trees because we had a tree that fell in the yard last year and like didn't hurt anybody, thank God, but did a fair amount of damage. And there are a few other trees where it's like, hmm, before the rainy stormy season comes, mm -hmm. we need to cut some of the stuff back. Mm -hmm. And you like needed like professional tree person to do that because they're going to like have to shimmy up 50 feet and take like branches off of a redwood. AKA right? an arborist. An arborist, exactly. A person who can sort of look from the bottom of a tree and be like, this is how it's going to fall. This is the potential damage. Here's where we have to cut, you know, so that when wind comes through, we don't get a branch that falls and hurts somebody. Mm -hmm. And it could be any of us, you know, like we've got like a hammock under the redwoods. It's like, you don't want to be in that hammock if like, your branch is going to fall and like kill could you. Be a lawsuit. Oh, or worse. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so I was sort of like, oh, well, I'm kind of like not doing anything that's super pressing for the next hour. Like, can I just tag along with you guys as you look through the property, you know, looking at trees? Because I was just like, this is just interesting. It's not very often that I get to talk to a tree expert because I can look at something and be like, I think that branch might be problematic, but you might say, no, it isn't. And here's why, mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, the opposite for branches that I don't realize would be problematic. And it also has to do with the soil and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, so so if so it was it was the two guys and me and we kind of just walked around the property and talked about tree ranches and wind and you know how he's going to get up there. This is all happening on Saturday, so <sighs> please pray for me and my sanity cuz there's going to be some chainsaws going on or maybe I'll just leave. Did you learn something interesting? Well, I I learned more than I knew about where we're going to cut down pieces of trees. There's one tree, it's a bay tree. It's a beautiful tree. Um, that's over my house and you know it's bay trees people who don't love bay trees are like Ugh, they're like just weeds you know they grow so fast they you know they you know shed all the time you know it's just they're sort of a nightmare and they're almost like eucalyptus in the sense that they're not super sturdy mm -hmm. sometimes so they're the ones that do fall in fact the tree that fell in our yard last year was a insanely large bay tree and it was only part of the tree that snapped off and fell and yet still took out like 40 feet of fence not even kidding so i was like you know when i first moved in because the bay tree when i'm standing in my kitchen you know like at the sink it's right in front of me you know all the leaves are like way higher than the house but kind of the trunk is right in front of me and squirrels are playing it all the time and i love this tree but i've noticed over the last six months or so that there's a branch that started to kind of curl over my mm. roof it doesn't bother me, but I'm like, but it could bother hmm. you. Well, if it snapped, it would probably break the roof. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a bit, they, those trees get Yeah, I never really even big. thought about that. Like I actually learned something new. Like 
eucalyptus they're beautiful, and bay. I mean, the but last time we had a tree mm. down on our road and we had to get de- we, there was a detour which was like a month and a half ago it was an, a eucalyptus tree because we have a little eucalyptus grove like down yeah. the road interesting yeah and some people hate eucalyptus trees because because they don't mm-hmm. do well in stormy weather um i love them i love the smell i love the look but they're not indigenous to california you know they're brought over at whatever point you know from australia and san francisco has a huge problem uh with eucalyptus trees and you know making sure that they're not gonna like yeah go down and stop traffic or worse we don't have any eucalyptus trees in our immediate property but we have several bay trees and one of my neighbors had uh, a couple of his bay trees that were so pretty but like literally like they were Mm -hmm. gonna fall in his house any minute so he had like the county come out because it was like outside his property so it was like technically county property take them down and i always sort of like i watch it and i go like "Mm, r.i.p trees you were so great but no you you gotta stay safe I mean, you don't want to like, you know, want to level your house just because, you know, some trees kind of went haywire. So anyway, I had fun with the arborist. <laughs> yeah, he's a really nice guy. I'm going to see him on Saturday and I'll let y'all know how it goes. Yeah, it sounds great. I, I'm actually supposedly allergic to eucalyptus, but who knows? I had a pretty good, God, I'm just like, I'm still having a hard time remembering what day it is because I'm like, oh my gosh, say Wednesday. I thought yesterday was Tuesday. Um, and it's just a whole It's like, what does it matter anymore? I'm trying to harness the chaos, Sarah. I know it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, and you know, I, yeah, I've been busy. I've had a lot of stuff to do with the properties. I've got a big day in the garden tomorrow where, uh, it's time to plant bulbs, you know, tulips and daffodils and all that. And it's kind of cool. It's like, I'm kind of responsible for managing the gardener and managing like what we need to get done. We have to buy some raspberries. There's just a bunch of little projects around the property. And I think it's kind of a, a fun little responsibility. Um, and I'm kind of excited to do the bulb thing. I've never really, you know, we're going to plant them all over. So like, it'll be a nice surprise in January after like a gruesome dark winter to see some buds, I mean, you know, January? popping up. I would think it'd be more like April. I know, you know, I out. thought so too, but apparently daffodils come up early. Oh, interesting. I guess, I mean, I'm learning so much about that stuff. In fact, that's the big thing for me to learn is like, yeah, when things need to be planted and mm-hmm. when do they actually pop up out of the ground. But I did want to mention December, early December is always a bit of a weird time for me. I think, you know, we all get anxious before the holiday. I, it's like there's a mix of excitement and anxiety. I like the lights and the festivities. Uh, I think every year it gets a little more diminished because my parents get a little less into it. They get a, well, that's not true. My dad is a little more not super into Christmas stuff. I mean, we'll have a nice dinner and stuff. My mom is really into decorating and stuff. So maybe I get that from her, but I do enjoy that. But I do kind of dread my birthday. And you know, I know you do too, Sarah. We've talked about this on the show many times, but you know, I've always enjoyed my birthday. I have always been that person who throws a big party, has a grand old time, and I never dreaded it. And in the last like five years maybe i've just started to dread it and maybe because you know we're getting older and no one wants to get older when you're older because you know (laughs) it's just like a this endless cycle but it's funny because of covid because of just everything this year 
my birthday has become sort of downgraded, kind of like a hurricane. You know, you go from like a five to a four <laughs> to a three. Mm-hmm. And like it first started out with these like lofty plans to go to Kauai. But then like the, they, they had a lockdown. There was like a 14-day quarantine. We're like, eh, it doesn't really make sense to do that right now. Let's push that till next year. Then we got excited. We were going to go explore up north. You know, we're pretty close to Oregon. So we thought, let's go to Ashland. Like, it's a beautiful little town. We booked this adorable little spa. And then after like a few weeks of sort of doing research, we realized, ah, shit, like there's going to be snow. Like, we're so not used to snow and, you know, the north. Uh, So we realized that, you know, I did research on the roads and you you definitely have to have chains. And I'm like, well, I have an all-wheel drive car, but I don't have chains. I have no experience with chains. I am not going to go down that road. Uh, literally. Um, and then it became an, uh, a trip to like a boutique hotel in the Presidio in San Francisco with some family that kind of didn't, didn't come to fruition. I was kind of disappointed, but you know, what are you going to do? Then it was like, okay, let's pare this down. We'll just have dinner out. One of my, you know, a nice restaurant up here, which there's a few, then all the restaurants closed about a week ago. So (laughs) my birthday has been downgraded, um, to potentially turkey chili at home with a double feature. So I'm partially excited for it because it'll be cozy and I know that it'll be nice. I have enough people in my life that will make it wonderful. I have some friends visiting in a few weeks who said they would bring some birthday magic with them and hopefully their trip doesn't get canceled. Maybe it's drugs. I know, maybe so. It could be some edibles or something. <laughs> yeah, like, birthday magic is like, what is it? I know, I'm like, ooh. ooh. I'm saying, with, with some like emojis that were, I was just very intrigued. I'm excited to see. I like surprises and I like presents and I like... You know, it's fun to be treated. Your birthday, I think, is a special day. And I just want to do something belated awesome. Well, I think I think you're you're rolling with the punches pretty well. I think of course I'm trying, Sarah. Yeah. I mean you're you've always been more of a birthday person than me, but I totally get it. I get the idea of like, I wanna do something fun. I wanna be with my friends, you know, do a little celebration, do a little something special. Who doesn't want to have a good time? Yeah, sure, exactly. And the stuff that you had thought was gonna work isn't going to work and we've all had to make so many concessions this year about all sorts of stuff and I know you know just so many people have been like you know they had a family member die and like couldn't see them well this is a very first world problem and so I I totally am aware of that yeah but um just suck it up and eat some chili and I think I don't know I mean I just feel like what what could you possibly want more than good food good company and your Charles Bronson movie Oh my gosh. And a foot rub on the couch. There you go. Yeah. It's your birthday, damn it. Foot rub time. (laughs) And I'll cry if I want to, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, so since we spoke last, I got a fun little present. Um, Hmm. This is something that's technically belongs to work. Another present. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I got some beans, some coffee beans, and I also got a new computer. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so it technically belongs to work, but, you know, it's it lives with me, and mm-hmm. it will continue to, and it's one of the new MacBook Airs, and it's the M1, meaning that it's the it's the one with Apple's new silicon chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't follow Apple stuff, Apple has been using Intel-based chips, and it still is, um, in a variety of its computers, but is making a slow but steady transition to its own chip. I remember that- reading about that. 
Yeah, in yeah. many ways, it's just sort of faster, more efficient, mm -hmm. you know, helps keep costs down for better performance, et cetera, et cetera. I haven't gotten a new MacBook. Uh, my MacBook Pro, I got at the end of 2016. I remember it was right when I left Lionsgate. So it was like almost like exactly a year ago. Mm -hmm. So it's four years old. It works fine, but it's it's pretty beat up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of my everyday computer. It's done a lot of travel. Um, it's uh, <laughs> It's just, you know, sometimes I don't take the best care of my electronics. I yeah. think of them as workhorses. Um, and so it's, it's done, it's done a great job and it continues to be a great computer. Like it's not like getting retired or anything, but it has slowed down in certain ways that it's just, that's just what happens when you, when you use a computer really hard. Mm -hmm. And it also doesn't have like all that much memory. So I have oh, these external hard drives and things in the cloud. And it's, it's sort of this constant thing that I have to just sort of think about. Well, the new MacBook Air, which is not a MacBook Pro, and the MacBook Airs used to be like, oh, they're cool, they're super light, super portable, but like... Good for surfing the web. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you have to do anything that really is data intensive, you'd want the Pro. And mm -hmm. the Pro was always more expensive and had more storage and blah, blah, blah. And that's not really the case anymore. Although there are MacBook Pros that there are certain specs that people would be like, yeah, that's actually still the computer for me for this particular reason. More and more, the Air is like the coolest. And um, there's a gold model. So I now have a gold computer. Ooh. Yeah, uh, it's, ro it's very rosy gold, but oh my gosh, it's the most beautiful thing. Cause I'm just used to like either that kind of steel gray or space gray, right? Where mm -hmm. it's like that dark gray or like silver. That's just, everything is, is that, unless it's an iPhone. Um, cause I still always get gold iPhones, but it is, it's a big old gold MacBook air. It is so beautiful. How, how many inches? Uh, it's 13, 13 okay. inch. So it's the same, same size, mm -hmm. same form factor as what I'm used to. 15 is like still like slightly big for me. I think it's I like a the, big, yeah. I, I like the way this fits into like a variety of bags that mm -hmm. I use, you know, when I'm out and about. And I also like what, where I'm sitting right now, I'm not using the laptop. I, I've got a nice big monitor and sort of a whole other system. So it's something that is versatile, but when I really have to kind of like hunker down and do stuff, I've got like my desktop situation. Mm -hmm. um, so it is, and you know, it's like one of those things where, and I know I'm talking about Macs exclusively, but I think that it, you could say this about any sort of just new shiny computer that you're super excited about and you know it's going to be great. And it's just, it's just like, smells like a new piece oh, of I electronics you know <sighs> and i and i um like un, uh, i knew when it was coming because i have fedex notifications on my phone you know and it was like fedex was like we'll be here in 20 minutes and i'm like Meh. and so i was like out there like waiting for the <laughs> fedex guy you know and, like ran down there in my slippers like hi you know and of course he doesn't even know what he's giving me he's sure. like whatever weirdo and <laughs> You know, I like opened it up and was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and you kind of take the plastic off of the screen and, you know, just kind of look at it and be like, you're so beautiful. It is a thing of beauty. I know you're that so it's such a rush, you know? Yeah, it's such a rush. And Do you sleep I, I with will it? I don't. No, I'm not much of a laptop person in bed, mm. but, you know, that's probably for the best. And I know that it's like, it's a tool and the novelty will wear off. It does and wear it's off. It's just going to become one of my computers. Yeah. And, you know, there'll be a little scratch or a neck that happens or, you know, I'm going to, you know, be like, oh, it's, you know, the screen's kind of smudgy and all that stuff will happen. But boy, is it a fun thing that you get That's at first. That's probably and why it, you're having a good week. It's like it's, it bumped your serotonin. It did. It did. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's just been a while sure. since 
I had a new computer of any kind besides my Mac Mini, and that's different because you don't like touch it. It just sort of no, sits in the No, are you keeping it indefinitely, or you, you think it's going to push you to buy one for yourself? Oh, I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> unless for some reason, like, work imploded, like, no, it's it's mine. Oh, okay, cool. It just, you know, it's something that, um, thankfully, uh, work was able to purchase for me because I kind of needed it. That's so, great. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it was a it was a Christmas came early kind of a kind of a week Gosh, over at Shaylane. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, um, there's an explosion of a lot of things right now. <laughs> you could <Okay>. say, um, <laughs> I don't know, just like uh, certain you know companies, uh, like this Pod Bean Bean Pod thing you're talking about. Bean Stuff Box. That, bean Box. Um, I don't know where those other names came from. But there you have it. Yeah, close enough. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, what's been interesting to me is to, I've been thinking a lot about how we communicate, you know, and and there's some relationships that have kind of fallen by the wayside because I don't, I used to see them in person more often and they might not be big on like text messaging or, you know, it's always hard to find that time to catch up on the phone. You know, it's a little stressful because you're like, oh, I got to catch up with that person, but you have to carve out that time. So I've never been a huge fan of like group chats. I mean, I love Slack. It's not that I don't like group chats, but I have been on a group chat called the Chat Olympics is our name for a very long time. It's been years and years and years. It's a group of friends of mine. There's about 14 girls. And I, you know, I know that right now there's been kind of an explosion in group chats because people are trying to find ways to connect with people, you know, in their home more, they're on their computer more. So therefore you can chat more. Um, but I've always been that person that was used to kind of divulging one-on-one, like at a restaurant or a bar, like in person with my closest like girlfriends. I, I never was like always at the computer, always typing and always chatting with people. So recently though, not just recently. I mean, I've always appreciated this group. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's, you know, constant chatter. It's going all the time, you know, and, and it's hard to dive in sometimes, you know, you, you kind of have these moments where you're in it and then you kind of, you get really busy or you're driving and you kind of can't, you can't participate. And then you're like, ah, oh, I'm missing out. But then you try to catch up, but then they're on another subject. And it's just like this constant kind of animal that just keeps, keeps going. Um, well, <laughs> I also find that it's quite the support group and I really think that it can be better than therapy because at our age, we all have so much experience, so much life experience. And with 14 women, professional, educated women, funny women with many different points of view, it's been really cool and really interesting. I'm so grateful for all of these women, all individually, all as a group. But I feel like, especially in this time of isolation, the group chat has really brought us together. All of these girls are from California, but like, you know, there's some SoCal, some NorCal, some Central Cal, one in France. They're lawyers, architects, writers, scientists in video game business, in the movie business. And it often definitely goes off the rails for sure. But, uh, you know, I love that we can talk about anything. I've, I think we've covered every subject matter, everything under the sun. You know, happy birthday messages makes it more exciting. You know, it's like all these people are wishing you a happy birthday, like breaking news and like, what do you think about this? And and kind of a scattershot of opinions and uh, debates. You know, one minute something sort of serious and then the next it's like someone posts like a Golden Girls giphy, you know, funny tweets 
you know, often there's a really good segue between a subject or there isn't. Someone just drops some bomb like in the middle of a completely different conversation. It all goes, right? Sharing recipes, um, you know, movie book club kind of things, talking about analyzing a TV show. Animal videos, of course. It's the only good thing about the internet these days. <laughs> and yeah, just important kind of info dropping, you know, words of encouragement, talking about our fears. It's a place, it's a sacred place. It really is because I had something that I really wanted to get off my mind this week that I normally would just talk one-on-one -on -one with a close friend. And I'm one of those timid people that just does not divulge. I, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know. I think it's just so many people that I'm telling something so personal to and it feels so exposed, mm -hmm. but I had, I had read a, a, a bit of a, story from another girl on the chat um, that was very personal about kind of like her family life and just what's going on and and it was very personal and i really felt grateful that she talked about this and i thought i think that i gave words of encouragement i think i kind of helped and participated in the conversation and so when i decided to kind of divulge what i wanted to talk about i just got so many wonderful responses it really uplifted me it was like you know you tell them the problems, they give solutions and sympathy, you know, hilarious giffies and videos and things that just make you feel better. And I just am so grateful for those ladies. And I look forward to, you know, every year we go to Palm Springs and, you know, we, we hang out for the weekend, hang out by the pool. It's so fun. And I miss it a lot. And um, hopefully when things open up again, we can see each other in person, but nobody's seen each other in person, really. I mean, there's been a little bit of that distance social distancing, but I'm very curious. Do you all out there have a friend chat group that gets you through the day um, or annoys the heck out of you? <laughs> and I want to know what platform I'm curious. Cause like this is on messages. I also have one on Slack. Well, I have obviously mine with you, Sarah, which is work related, but also you and I talk about a lot of personal stuff. Like sure. it's kind of an ongoing yeah. thing. And I yeah. have another Slack and I know you do too. We also have our discord. Um, we, uh, you know, I know people mm -hmm. use Snapchat, they like, they prefer that, or maybe they use Facebook. I'd be curious what platforms you use and what you like having a group chat for, or maybe you're not a group chat person. I would still like to hear from you. Hi, at have such a good day.com. Yeah. And I mean, I think they're, you know, for anybody who's sort of like, I don't know, I don't have a group of friends that do that. That sounds great. Um, I agree with you, Heather, a lot of, a lot of my virtual friends, I don't, even a, even on a normal year, mm -hmm. I don't see them that often because we're spread out. You know, like sure, I might see a person if they come into town or maybe I'm traveling over, you know, to their neck of the woods. Everybody's in the US for the most part, but really spread out. Mm -hmm. Like one of my friends lives in Houston, Texas. I've never even been to Houston, Texas. <laughs> You know, and I, I met him once in person when he came to L.A. and I lived there and it was like so cool because I feel like I know him really well. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's it is it can be it, it's just it's a very nice thing to, you know, feel like you've got your people. I also I don't have a group text that's as many people as you have that's in sort of SMS form, you mm -hmm. know, where you're kind of like you're either reading it on your phone or your computer, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's that sort of text-based stuff. But one of my Slack groups, which is, I think there's like 12 of us, but really only about 10 of us that are active. Yeah. But we're pretty active. And we, for the longest time, kind of just like, because we were just trying to buck the trend or whatever, 
it was this long, crazy email thread, mm. you know? And it was like, and there's like, things are like indented and forwarded. And then there's yeah. like a picture and people are like, well, where's the picture? You know, and like, depending on like what, you know, email client you're using and things started to get really complicated. But we were, we sort of were like, we like wore it as a badge of honor for a while. We're like, mm -hmm. this is just how we're doing it. <laughs> you know, like, you know, reply all and you say what you say. And then that's the way that we're doing mm -hmm. it. And we have since moved to Slack. It's been a real lifesaver. So Salesforce, please don't muck that up because uh, Salesforce just bought Slack. Oh God, they did. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love Slack. I mean, honestly, it's my, it's my preferred. I mean, I know messages now does like the, you can reply to like a certain message, like, yeah, like branch it off. The, mm -hmm. Yeah. But I prefer, I mean, I really like Slack and we have the same girls. We all have a Slack channel. A lot of the girls are really just like, I can't handle another platform for this but it's like different we, we talk more long form on slack about a very specific subject like you know it, it encourages different types of communication well and i, I think love a lot slack, of people though. think like oh it's one more thing i have to worry about where it's like it's actually just more of like a solution yeah for what we're already using and move over i remember it, i used to be part of this potluck group i'm not because i just live a little bit too far away and i just never can make it there anymore but bay area girls and once a month you know, we'd all take turns, like someone would host about, yeah, like eight to 10 people, you know, you make the main and everybody brings, you know, appetizers and you have dinner and it's fun. And uh, there, there would occasionally be like a, someone would have a birthday or there'd be some other reason, like somebody's kid graduated something or there, there would be a reason where someone was trying to pool some money together, mm -hmm. you know, like, hey, everyone want to, you know, chip in 10 bucks for, you know, whatever. And there was a time, and this was like, not that recently. So, you know, sometime in the last decade where I had said, yeah, like, what's your PayPal? And she was, whoever was collecting money at the time was like, oh yeah, I'm not, that's, I just need you to write me a check. It's just so much easier for me. And I'm like, it isn't easier for you. <laughs> it, I promise you, yeah. it is not easier for you or for me. Cause I have to find my checkbook and I have to find a pen. Yep. And I have to hand it to you or yeah. you could just do everything in like five seconds. Um, and, and she was, and you know, I'm always seen in certain circles as like, oh yeah, Sarah's like the tech person. So like mm -hmm. she like knows stuff that the rest of people don't know. And I'm like, I promise you that you will thank me one day mm -hmm. because I'm going to make your life easier. And of course now everyone's like all digital, like, oh, remember when like we made Sarah like write out a check that one time and I'm like. I remember it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I, I try to get people on Venmo <laughs> and I have so many people that are just like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, it's the easiest thing you'll ever set up. Like, I mean, Venmo is so easy and it's so wonderful. Yeah, same and idea. I mean, or Cash App or whatever. It's yeah. like, it's all stuff that the, uh, you know, the normies as, you know, sometimes people who feel like they're, you know, way ahead of the curve will call, uh, you know, the great unwashed, but it's like, Everybody, that's all like super normal now. Yeah. But it wasn't not that long ago to the point where I was like, okay, Sarah, just write out the check. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, like they'll, they'll get it eventually. Like this is not your crusade. This is not the hill that you die on. God, my, my mom still <laughs> will write a check like at the checkout of like a grocery store. And I'm just like, oh my God. It just yeah, looks like, so like archaic A lot now. of grocery stores don't even accept that anymore. Yeah, They're like, I, we're not taking your check. I don't blame check. them. I know. Yeah, my mom is a, um, she's a physical receipt gatherer. And I know that for, you know, for a lot of folks, it's like, oh, for tax purposes or whatever, like that's, that's good stuff. Sure. Every single receipt, like if she like goes to a store and buys like a little bottle of Perrier, 
she's like, got to keep the receipt. And then we do the, you know, do the checkbook stuff, a lot of paper. And that's just the way that she does it. And I've, I've decided long ago to stay out of it. (laughs) That's a good policy, Sarah. Yeah. What we don't want to stay out of though, is our patron community. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about how to be a part of our community by directly contributing to the show. We are member supported. Uh, we are we are very national public radio, really, and and we, we really are. We love everybody who supports us. Um, and if you've been thinking about it, or if you're new to the show, uh, please uh, consider doing so. And thanks so much in advance. Yeah, and I had an idea, and I wanted to run it by you guys, and I'm gonna drop it in the Discord too to see what you guys think. But I think it would be really fun to see if y'all are interested in sending us some audio kind of questions or you know responses to some of the stuff we talk on the talk about on the show kind of like a 30 second or under kind of little clip that we would showcase on the show you would hear your voice and your name and everything we would highlight it let us know what you think email us at hi have such a good day.com i mean we're not going to do it tomorrow but i would just love to know if you guys would be interested in doing it yeah, absolutely. There are so many ways that you can easily, you know, with any mobile device really or from your computer, just record a little something, you know, tell us who you are, where you're from, if you feel like adding that information and uh, something that we've talked about or, yeah, a question or an idea for something to talk about in the future. Or just to all say are hi. welcome. And it would be fun because you're listening to us. And we'd if like to you- listen to you. Yeah, if you feel so inclined, we'd love to listen to you as well. Yeah, I mean, we have, we're going to read off a few emails here, um, and it would be the same idea. You know, we, we instead yeah. of reading the emails, you would be kind of reading what you want to say to us, which would be really cool. So let it us know works. what you think. And in the meantime, we did get some emails, and thanks to everybody who emails us, hi, have such a good day.com, starting out with Jude S., who is, who we were talking last, in last episode about, feel-good movies and Christmas spirit or holiday spirit, whatever you may celebrate. Maybe you don't celebrate anything, but there might be some things that just make you feel warm and fuzzy this time of year. Judah says, part of our routine to get into the holiday spirit is watching Hallmark Christmas movies. It's cheesy, but it's become a tradition at this point. However, if I had to recommend one, it would be a bit of an anti-Hallmark movie called Holidate. Get it? Holiday <laughs> on Netflix. I won't ruin it by mentioning any spoilers. Just watch it. I think that's the one with Kristen Stewart, right? I believe. No, that's Happiest Season. Oh, geez. Which I, actually, which I actually just watched and I liked a lot. Okay, cool. All she's right. like extremely cute in that movie. Like yeah, I, she's I've never thought cute. she was cuter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. This is the first movie called Holiday. It seems like that's such a yeah, easy... right. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I, Jude S., will watch Holiday because uh, I'm feeling festive enough to do so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's th- thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. And Steve H. Uh, wrote in saying a week or two ago, I was on my daily walk and you mentioned me. It didn't fully register. And I first thought, hey, that guy has a name like mine. Then I remember I just had joined your Patreon a few days before that. So then it clicked. Oh, it actually is me, they mentioned. <laughs> just wanted to say hi and say that I'm enjoying the podcast. Also wanted to mention I actually met Sarah once back in her Twit Social Hour days. I'm a longtime fan. And he oh, cool. posted a picture of Sarah and him. Uh, Sarah, I'm not sure if you saw it. Um, you have like browner hair. It was a while <laughs> back, um, but very cute. Well, the the days of the social hour, which I used to co-host with Amber MacArthur on the Twit Network, uh, yeah, I mean, it was long enough ago that 
gosh, I don't even remember. I ha I've had lots of hairstyles over yeah. the years, but it, but uh, but it's uh, my hair is a little bit lighter than it was ten years ago or so. Uh, whenever that was kind of like a ten years bit. ago or so, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, Steve, well, thanks for saying hello again and really glad that you found us here and hope you're enjoying the show. We also got an email from Rawson, a.k.a. Mistral. Um, this is actually not an email. This was in our Discord. So if you want to join our Discord, lots of fun stuff going on in there. Uh, but <laughs> Rawson said, uh, I started drinking this disgusting mushroom-based drink before going to bed because we were talking about kind of anxiety dreams and sleep and, remedies. You know, try, trying to be as zen as possible, yeah, in our last episode. Rawson says, this seems to help. So if you have trouble sleeping, give it a go. It's not mad, hallucinogen-induced, technical dreams. Thus far, it seems to be safe. It's Four Sigma Reishi Mushroom Elixir Tea with Tulsi. Mm. You know, it's funny. I'm actually taking Reishi right now, too, in my Chinese herbs for my acupuncturist. And apparently, it's a really good anti-ager. I didn't know that, um, so I'm kind of into it. Keep those wrinkles at bay. I mean, yeah. Those 2020 wrinkles. Yeah, like, bastards. can you imagine being like, what are you talking about, anti-ager? I want to look old. <laughs> <laughs> get these mushrooms out of here exactly and tina on discord also she's one of our regs hi tina um what up, she tina? was responding to we had asked you last week and only a few of you responded so not all of you have done your homework we wanted to know if you guys have anxiety dreams and if you have like a, a reoccurring one we just wanted to hear about it and hers she said my classic anxiety dream is that i have a baby i put it in a backpack and then i forget to feed it i turn my neck and see that it has starved to death oh my I also gosh. have my my final is today and I've never been to class and don't even know how to get there. Dream sometimes too. And Oh, Tina, yeah. I mean, those are pretty textbook. I think I've had that baby dream, maybe not exactly that, but I something with a baby that was scary. Um I know, I feel for you. That one's a, that one's a tough one. That's a tough one. And I think you're like, "Oh my god, like, you know, deceased baby, like what could be worse?" But I think it's, you know, and I'm not a dream aficionado really, but it's it's that it's that thing of like I had a I had a task, mm -hmm. you know. There was this thing. I, I people depended on me to do this thing, and I screwed up. Yeah, totally. And now something terrible has happened, and it's all my fault. Like classic anxiety, just a very dramatic anxiety, way. guilt. Yeah, I've never had that baby in a backpack dream. Thank God. Although I probably will now, but I do have a reoccurring. This has only been. This has only happened since I had a dog. Never happened with cats because. My cats were always indoor and they weren't sort of like roaming around and I don't know. I've just never, I've never mm -hmm. really had anxiety dreams about like keeping my loved things alive, but I do have anxiety dreams about my dog all the time. And it's weird because Otis, my dog, um, who has an Instagram, <laughs> Otis Redding Lane, if you'd like to follow him, he's an adorable dog and he's very unusual looking. He kind of doesn't look like other dogs. You know, he's got mm -hmm. two different colored eyes and spots and he's kind of big and just adorable but goofy looking he's a dinosaur yeah he very falcor-esque and i have dreams and i've had this dream in a variety of you know it's played out different ways but mm -hmm. the dream is like i've lost him and i'm looking around and there are a lot of dogs that like i go like oh it's otis and i'm like no no you're not otis that's not my dog where is he and they're it's sort of it's almost like he's in a sea of dogs that kind of look like him 
but none of them are him. And I'm, you know, kind of freaking out because I'm like, where is he? You know, it- I had the exact same dream about Ziggy, my cat, where he was like with me on, like I was out and about carrying him and, you know, letting him walk and then picking him back up and like moving on. And like, I, I kept thinking I saw him mm. in a crowd of cats, but it like wasn't him. Ugh. I've been taking that ratio and I wonder if that's been, I'm going to look into that. Um, I like to enhance my dreams. I wouldn't mind some hallucinogenic dreams. I love it. Just bring it on. I don't mind weird dreams. I mean, I had some last night. I, no. I almost don't even really remember them at this point, but I have them every night. Yeah. But, but it's, it's the disturbing ones, you know, where I wake up yeah. and I'm like, I mean, I'd rather like take Oxycontin and just, yeah. and like, and like be dead for a while. Well, not dead forever, but you know what I mean? Like dead to the world. Yeah. But, but, you know, rather than have like a horrible nightmare, like let's figure out how to funnel those out. Yeah. The ones that are really the worst is when you, you, it's like when you step off the curb and you feel like you're falling and you jerk awake oh, and you wake yeah. yourself up. You're, I like there's sometimes where I'll, I'll scream uh-huh. or like have like a fearful dream and then it like jolts me awake. I hate those. Oh, and then I'm like sweating and, and I can't get back to sleep. Yeah. I actually had one of those recently where I, I audibly yelped and yeah, oh, like, me too. And you wake yourself up. I woke myself up. The dog was like, what the fuck? You know, like <laughs> what happened? And I'm sort of just like, Ugh, just, you know, lay back down. But like, I couldn't cause then he was sort of like, no, seriously, why did you do that? Yeah. And it was a whole thing. Yeah. No, animals do respond to like your like, uh, emotions for sure. They they know when you're um, sad and, and especially it's, it's really if everyone's like sleeping in the dark and all of a sudden you scream. It's like, what is yeah. wrong with you? Why'd you do that? Are we in danger? As you can see, we uh, our subject matter <laughs> runs the gamut here on Have Such a Good Day. It does. If you love it, maybe you love it, you like it, you hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can rate and review us if you on ha- Apple Podcasts. Yeah, if you hate, listen, that's cool. We'll still have you. <laughs> But, you know, give us a rate, even if you, even if you don't like it. I mean, we certainly hope you give us a good rating. But we but so. Apple Podcasts, just for anyone who's like, well, that's not how I listen to you. I listen to you a variety of other ways, which, of course, you have the option to do. That's just, it's a big network. It and is. it really helps us if uh, we get a little bit more visibility. So if you haven't already, take a minute, do it. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, you guys. And um, until next week, I will be Heather. Yes, and I will also miss you guys. So stay in touch. Please don't don't stray too far, everybody. We're nearing the home stretch of the holidays, so strength in numbers. I will remain Sarah <laughs> until next week as well. Have such a good day. Such a good day. See you later. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.